Welcome again to the DR of the Warriors post-game show. Coming to you here from live from Warriors State in Buddy Singleton Field. Uh, another tough night here. Indians come on top, 34-27. Warriors had a chance to score uh, with right at about a minute to go. Peterson went was looking deep for Shannon there on about a 35-yard touchdown, and uh, Bluxy safety come up with a game ceiling interception. Uh, just a couple snaps, and it was all she wrote. Uh, another back-and-forth game, just like we've seen in four of these five games that the Warriors have played. Tough outcome. You know, there there's not too many of them that we want to that we would rather win. This is one of them. This is just a tough one to swallow. And, uh, you know, just a overall offense played good at times, uh, majority of the time. Defense played good majority of the time as well. Just is a game of a game of plays and they just made one or two, two more than we did. So, uh, uh, as always, I got old the middle linebacker Kevin Roberts, the leader of the broadcast, and uh, Matt Black, the center, joining me here. Uh, Kevin, you got anything to add on to that? I know I know it was a tough one, but what else can you add to it? Well, I mean, it's it's one of those things where you know you you look at the fundamentals. Football is one of the most. Uh, baseball might be the most fundamental game but but football's a uh, a close a close second anyways if it's not a tie and we had moments tonight where we we got better like defensively we we were better the first quarter um first half probably one of the better defensive games we played all year aside from the Stanislaw game better tackling better attacking the line of scrimmage d-line i thought played a pretty good game dbs i thought played a pretty good game we we gave up we, we gave up too many plays. We weren't consistent. We couldn't we couldn't put them away when we had to. When we would get momentum, we would give up a big play. We, we um, really right there at the end we had uh, we had scored. We intercepted them. We had the ball, so we were up by one with an opportunity to go down the field and make it an eight point game with good field position. And we uh, you know uh, Gage got the ball, stayed in the pocket too long, took a about a 12-yard sack, and we don't have that. We don't have that third and 20 offense. We talked about that tonight, and we got into many of those situations. That, that, that's just not who we are this year, and we we got to do better. I think we had eight penalties tonight, way too many, uh, way too many for this part of the season. Uh, these are all things that kids do on the field. These are these are execution things. Um, I thought the coaches called a well. Uh, I thought they. You know, play calling and stuff like that was pretty sharp. I mean, there was a couple times when, okay, Coach uh, called the uh, the little screen pass on our last scoring drive. Man, great play. What was it? It was, it was like a third and 20, and I think we got back 18 of it or so. We might have got the first down. I mean, we did some things right tonight. We, we were right there in so many ways, but, my God, losing another game by one touchdown. It's just heartbreaking. And what I'm afraid is we're going to get the nose down, and it's going to get to the point where there's – you know, you get down too far, you can't pull it back up. And that's where I hope doesn't happen. Fundamentally, we got to do better. We got to be more consistent. Uh, we still need to work on tackling. It's not, it was better. It's not, it's not where it needs to be at all. Uh, you know, we're still pretty good blocking and, and all that on offense. Uh, I thought our passing game was a little bit better. Gage was a little more sharper on some things. We dropped some passes we shouldn't have tonight. Just, we didn't make enough plays. Bottom line.
We didn't make enough plays. All right, some uh, unofficial stats here for you uh, tonight. Both teams had a sack apiece. Um, a lot of penalties in the game. Uh, Diaverville had seven penalties. Uh, Biloxi had uh, five. Uh, of course, two of those was right after the two-point conversion uh, when uh, Duran Paris uh, had two unsportsmanlike and was ejected from the ball game. Um, Biloxi had 36 rushes for 255 yards. Uh, they were 5 of 17 in the air for 72 yards. Diaverville had 46 rushes for 187 yards. Uh, 7 for 17 with 61 yards. Um, it, it, it always stinks when you lose to when you lose another game like this. It also hurts when you lose to to, to a rival um, who and they won the first. The senior class has won their first game against Diaverville. Um, they hadn't won since they were at all going back up to, to freshman year. Um, they haven't won. Um, it said during the broadcast, it's the first four-game losing streak the Warriors have been on since 2003. Uh, that was the year they went 0-9 after the state championship year. Too many big plays were given up. Uh, had a 72-yard had a touchdown run and a 50... Uh, 51-yard pass, and just like Kevin said, they're just too, defense is too inconsistent. Offensively, um, had some had some good moments. Uh, had a had a couple three and outs, uh, especially when a chance when you could uh, probably put the game away, but um, just one of those games. Yeah, y'all said it. Just what we was talking about. Uh, just, a, just a tough night here at the office. Uh, you know, three of the four losses by a combined nine points, which is not the best. You know, that just that just shows you how close you are to being four and one as opposed to one and four. But stick, stick to, stay tuned. We got some commercials coming, and then we're gonna try to get some interviews with Coach Ladner and a couple of players. Uh, we'll be right back with you, folks. If you're looking for that special bottle of wine for that romantic dinner, all the ingredients to make cocktails for the best party ever, or just want something cold to drink during tailgating and football season, stop by Dane's Liquor and Wines. They have many selections of fine wines and spirits, and they're located at 10394 the Iberville Boulevard, Suite 8, or give them a call at 228-207-0528. Commitment to community is a core value at High Tide Plumbing, LLC. Travis Curtis, owner and master plumber, is a proud alum of the Iberville High School and the Warrior football program. Travis is honored to give back to the community that gave him so much growing up. Call High Tide Plumbing at 601-466-9904 today to talk to a plumbing technician about your upcoming project. High Tide Plumbing, LLC, a proud community sponsor of the Iberville football. Go Warriors! Hey guys, back here at the Iberville Warriors postgame show. We're going to throw a little bit of a curveball here at you and uh, do a little bit of a spotlight here on a, a special member of the staff here at Iberville, talking to the, the certified athletic trainer for the Warriors, Mr. Kyle Checky. Kyle, uh, let's go some background on everybody for you. Uh, college, high, let's start high school, college, 
you know, that sort of thing. High school? Uh, well, I'm from Panama City, Florida. Um, I went to uh, Rutherford High School. Uh, my college, I went to the University of West Florida. Uh, then after that, I got my master's degree from Auburn. Um, and uh, so after that, I came down here. How long have you been trainer for the Warriors? Uh, since 2014. And that was Coach Singleton was your first coach yeah. to deal with. <laughs> I got his last two years. Yes, sir. So uh, <laughs> what's the? let's go off the beaten path. What's the... I don't want to say crazy, but what's the wildest thing you've had to deal with or have seen firsthand when it comes to an injury or, you know, that sort of thing? Just the wildest thing? Um, man, I mean, I've, I've, I've seen injuries, you know, bad dislocations to, you know, uh, folks hitting, folks getting hit in the face with a baseball, looking like a zombie. Uh, it just... It depends, you know. You never really know what to expect on a on any given day, and you know that's what you prepare for. Yeah, like you know, it may not get said that often, but Kyle doesn't just cover the football team; he covers all sports at Diarville, from softball to baseball, the both basketball teams. He covers the soccer team, so depending on what part of the season it is and what part of the year, he'll he's a busy guy. He's a lot busier in certain times than you know football season. It's football, soccer, football, and Cross country, maybe. Volleyball. Volleyball. Volleyball was the other one I was thinking of. (laughs) But, uh, you know, it's a lot different when you get into uh, December and January and you got soccer teams, both basketball teams, and he's all over the place in two different locations. So, uh, (laughs) what got you in? What what was it when you were younger that got you interested in wanting to be a trainer? Well, I actually got hurt my senior year of football. Um, Believe it or not, I I used to play corner, but... (laughs) Uh, that obviously didn't work out my senior year, and uh, uh, really, I just helped out my athletic trainer my senior year, and I, I really enjoyed it. And uh, you know, I actually got into West Florida with a scholarship based off of his recommendation. And um, you know, I've been uh, I've been lucky to kind of help out a couple students as far as getting into USM. So I like to think I, I'm paying it forward, you know. And uh, it's just it's been a fun career. Yeah, I know. I've talked to you about it with my daughter. You know, she just finished physical therapy school. Uh, but we'll go another route. You're a recently new dad. How old? How old is the baby? He's ten months. Ten months. So, are, are we? How are we doing in the sleeping department? Is he helping or is he hindering it? Uh, I'm gonna be honest. It's been a little rough lately. He's. Uh, we're we're planning on getting him some tubes for his ears next month, and uh, you know he has. He's been a little sick lately and keeping us up, but you know it's 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 life changing and it's it's definitely worth it. Um, I never knew what I was missing. <laughs> well, I, I like to say this: everybody around here appreciates you. We thank you for everything you do. I always enjoy talking with you. Uh, we wanted to change up, like I said, we're talking with Kyle Checky, our trainer here at Diarville High School. Uh, stick around, folks. We'll get some more of the talking talking ball, y'all. Diarville Warrior post game show. Thank you. Before next week's game, go by Quave Brothers Po'boys and get yourself a pot roast and gravy po'boy or a good old shrimp po'boy dressed and pressed. Whatever you're quaving, Quave Brothers will take care of you. They are located at 10271 D'Auberville Boulevard or give them a call at 228-392-8683 to place your order today. Hey, did you know that Mississippi Coast Auto Brokers is the fastest growing dealership on the coast? 
They have been serving the Gulf Coast for almost a decade with quality pre-owned vehicles. Their customer service starts when you drive into the lot and continues long after the sale is final. They have financing options that are guaranteed to get you into a vehicle that fits your needs and a price that fits your budget. They have two locations to serve you at 10276 Rodriguez Street in D'Iberville. And that phone number is 228-641-4798. Also, 11477 Highway 49 in Gulfport. And that phone number is 228-875-5556. Just remember, good credit, bad credit, or funky credit, you're always approved at Mississippi Coast Auto Brokers. Checking in here with Coach Josh Ladner. Uh, another tough defeat here. Uh, guys, the guys continue to play, Coach. They continue to give you effort. Um, you got to – I said it on the broadcast, much I hate to say it. You got you got a tough job in front of you, keeping these guys above water and making sure they don't give up on this season. You know, they got to understand it's only one district ball game uh, – is that, is that the sort of thing you've been telling them after tonight's game? Yeah, I mean, uh, we, we need to take it one game at a time. Obviously, you know, in a situation like this, uh, we hope that, uh, you know, we can bounce back. And, and, you know, we have to win. You know, traditionally, it's four games to make the playoffs. And uh, it doesn't matter which four. You know, obviously, we want to win them all. But um, the goal is to get four and to get in the playoffs. And then you never know what can happen from there. Uh, so, yeah, my message to the team tonight was really kind of short and sweet. A lot of emotions flying around. The kids are upset. I'm upset. Um, nobody's angry at, at anybody. Nobody's blaming anybody. They were, you know, but they're upset and they should be. You know, I want them to always expect to win. And, and the moment that hurting doesn't, uh, losing doesn't hurt, then we, that's what we become. Yeah. You know, and so you are what you accept um, and we don't accept this. And so the only thing, uh, that we can do is keep knocking and keep pounding and keep trying and and we are we are 100% going to do that so uh, we, that was my message tonight to them. We were talking about it earlier one of the bright spots on in tonight's game Landon Shannon kid continues to play yes you know 100, 100, 100 miles an hour he had a great punt return touchdown uh, around 73 75 somewhere in that range um, what what can you say about number 3 uh how he's been all season. Yeah, he's um, he's been a, a, a blessing and a bright spot. Um, he's a kid that moved in here from Iowa last year and uh, wasn't academically eligible, but we thought he could have helped us last year um, because of his credits transfer. It has nothing to do with his, his uh, academics, but it was just the transfer credits didn't work out. So um, anyways, but, but we were um, lucky to have him, man. He, He's a kid that came from Iowa, but he, he seems like a hometown warrior. You know, he's, he's got that heart and uh, that battle, that toughness in him. And I can't say enough about him. He's just a positive kid, a Georgia coach. And like many of our kids, you know, our kids have uh, a great demeanor about them. It's a, it's a team that I really enjoy. And I hope I can always, um, you know, enjoy a team as much as I do this year. I just hate that they're losing. I hate that they're, we're not winning like we expected. And, like they expected. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, and next week we're going right back with another tough opponent, uh, you know, Ocean Springs, the reigning champs in, in the division. Um, what are you looking forward to from them? And how do you, how do, what are you expecting out of your team going forward into this next week and coming back from a, a tough, another tough one? 
So, you know, our expectations won't change. You know, uh, you know, as a coaching staff, uh, we expect our kids to show up, to be disciplined, to work hard, stay late, um, do things right in the class, and those things equal to winning eventually. You know, and I'm not saying it, it does every time, but I do know that if you keep doing the right things long enough, the right things come. And so um, that's what we're going to continue to do. As far as with Ocean Springs, Ocean Springs is a great team. Um, obviously, they have a lot of great players. Um, a great coaching staff. They've been working hard over there, um, and uh, it just shows. So, what we need to try to do here in Diablville is build that same consistency. And so, we want to do that. We don't want to have down years, you know, and and uh, we want to develop talent uh, from the youth league all the way up to where year in and year out we compete at a high level, and we never expect to be down or low or have an off year. Um, I don't. I want to do everything in my power to prevent this ever, ever, ever happening. Yeah, uh, you know, I don't. I told you prior to starting this that I didn't know how we was going to wrap this. I didn't know what to ask. It's a tough situation, you know, on your side and on my side. You know, just want to let you know everybody's behind. I know I'm behind you, and all the broadcast team and all all of us are behind you. So just just keep them plugging along. We will. And. you know, Jeremy, I, don't, I, I appreciate what you do and, and uh, you know, Coach Roberts, uh, I still call him Coach Roberts, but, you know, he, he's he been very kind to me and my family, him and his family, and I appreciate all the positivity because, you know, there are all those outliers uh, that will obviously always, you know, lean toward negative, and, and, uh, but, you know, I appreciate you guys uh, being patient and, 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 um, and being and uh, being kind. Well, so, I, hate to, I hate to use an old cliche. Let's use it before. Rome wasn't built in a day. That's right. So yeah. just give us a couple more days. Maybe we'll be in Rome. Yes, sir. So that's all we got to look toward. Appreciate it, Josh. Thanks, Good talking to you. Yes, Thank sir. you. Sweatman Security Service has been serving Mississippi and Lower Alabama for more than 45 years. Sweatman Security's mission is to enhance the success of all their clients by providing superior security with the highest degree of integrity and responsiveness. Sweatman Security strives to be the best in every aspect of their business by fostering a culture of trust, teamwork, responsibility, and high expectations. For all your security needs, call Sweatman Security Service at 228-374-4528 or stop by their location at 180 Delaney Street, Biloxi. Back here on the Diarville Warrior post-game show uh, next week, guys. We're heading towards towards the west, towards the east there to uh, Hugh Pepper Field Ground Stadium. Another big matchup, Region 4-6A against the Ocean Springs Greyhound, the reigning defending undisputed Region 4, 6A champs. Going to be another tough matchup. Warriors are going to have to play their butts off in order to uh, keep it close, in my opinion. Um, Bray Hubbard, 6A player of the year, back for his senior season. Committed to Alabama as a defensive back. Got to expect a wide open offense. Throwing it at us, running it at us. You know, they might not have been putting up points like they had last year, but, you know, I think that's due to not having as many uh, returning offensive starters, that sort of thing. But it's going to be a tough matchup heading heading east there, Kevin. What do you got? What are you thinking about going into next week's game here? 
Well, I think we're probably playing the second best team that we've played all year in a different way. Picayune runs at you, around you, and through you like uh, water through a tourist in Mexico. Um, Ocean Springs is going to do it in the air. Um, Ray Hubbard's one of those few things you have in, in uh, high school football, and that's a quarterback that can hit that one-foot square. And um, when, when people used to ask me when I was coaching, how do you, how do you judge whether somebody can be a, um, a, a Division One quarterback? That's what I say. Can they hit the one-foot square? And if they can't, if they can hit a three-foot square then, or a three-foot cube area, they're not a Division One quarterback. They might be a Division One athlete, but they're not a Division One quarterback. Ray Harbour is a Division One athlete, but he's also a Division One quarterback. He can hit that. He can throw those. He can throw those precision routes. He's big and strong. He can throw the long. He can pull it and run. Um, he's just an all-around dude, and uh, and that's that's hard to stop. And the thing is, it's a, they're a well-coached team. They've got good facilities. They do good at getting kids to come out and play football. So they have a lot of numbers. They have good practices because of that. They have plenty of coaches to coach them up. They, uh, they do a good job with their middle school programs and things like that. So they get kids at the high school level that are coached up and ready to play ball. And then they put those, all those big numbers of kids into a good weight program so they're big, fast, and strong. You put big, fast, and strong role players around a couple of Division I commitments and you have, you have magic. If Ocean Springs has ever had a year where they could contend for state, this could be that year. And it's because at quarterback, it's a different making position. Sometimes the quarterback's like having an extra person. Um, so, you know, when I say all that, it sounds like the Warriors don't have a chance next week. And we might not have many, but by God, we got a chance because we're going to get on the field and, you know, screw all that bad stuff. They got to play against us. They got to line up and, and uh, do it. Warriors, it, it, you know, expect the Warriors to come out with a smash mouth attack, try to milk the clock, do a lot of long drives. What we can't have is what we had tonight that stopped that. We're capable of that. We're capable of, of grabbing the ball. You look back to, I mentioned it one time tonight, the 1990 Super Bowl, the Bills and the uh, New York Giants. At one point in that game, the New York Giants had a score of drives nine minutes, 30-something seconds. Now, I think it was 10 or 11 plays. That's the kind of offense I look for the Warriors to put up next week. We can do that, but what you can't do, if you're going to do that kind of offense, you can't have mistakes, you can't have penalties, you can't have... Uh, drop passes when you do throw it. You got to be precise. And tonight we weren't. This week we have a chance to get that way. If the Warriors want to get things back on track, if you want to talk about some salve that'll cure all the wounds, beat Ocean Springs next week. Plain and simple. Now, I said it. How easy it's going to be? It's going to be the hardest test we have other than the picky even game. All right, some uh, series history here. Um, Ocean Springs and Diaberville. Diaberville leads the all-time series 23-17 to 17, uh, since 2011 when the uh, Warriors moved up to 6A. Um, it's 8-3, uh, to um, Diaberville. Um, looking at the history of the series, a lot of streaks. Um, I think, the, let's see, the last time that um, there was a win and then a loss directly after that, that was uh, 91 and 92. Uh, this series dates back to, to 1953. Um, pretty intense series. Um, this is uh, going to be a, a tough test for the Warriors. Uh, and we'll, uh, we'll see how it goes. And I'm going to swing it back to Jeremy. Yeah, it's a, like we was talking, it's a, oh, this is another one of those uh, 
you got some old timers that'll tell you all about it. You know, they'll talk about the turkey bowl and the shrimp bowl from 78, 79. And, uh, you know, I just want to highlight a couple of the uh, players, you know, that we should be looking forward to uh, for Ocean Springs coming up next week. Uh, obviously, we'll start with the QB, Bray Hubbard, number five. He's 32 of 45 for 340 yards. Passing, he has three touchdowns, three interceptions. He uh, he also has 43 carries for 359 yards and two TDs on the ground. So he is the epitome of a mobile two-way quarterback. So their leading rusher on the ground is number eight, Will Smith. He has 443 yards on six TDs to go along with 63 yards reception. So. That's your that's your two on your two your running back and your QB your one wide receiver the leading way, JP Coulter with 16 catches 136 yards and a TD. He also has a kick return TD. So this kid's multifaceted uh, at the receiver spot along with the return game. Um, your two defensive guys leading the way Trace Carter, Will Gray, and they have a they're going to have the exact opposite of what we saw from Biloxi tonight. Uh, they have a kickoff who's kicked. 18 he's had 18 kickoffs 10 of them have been touchbacks so we're not going to see too many of these pooch and short ones they're going to boom them deep and put us towards the end zone but i plan on doing a extended preview uh talking with my good buddy jeff shepherd the play-by-play -play voice of the greyhounds so uh y'all stay tuned we appreciate y'all listening uh keep supporting the warriors you know they're battling uh, we'll continue to bring you as much of it as we can. Uh, stay tuned. Just look out for it. Talking ball, y'all. Uh, thank you very much, guys. We'll see you next week.